Life happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. So Prop Crew uh, has proposed a reform in the rehabilitation of prisoners, and they're saying that these luxury parties that are happening in in prison are they need to be completely eradicated. And Maschabamdolo spoke to the spokesperson of Prop Crew a couple of days ago, Richard Mamabolo, and this is what he had to say. Yeah, look, this is on the basis of that, that, uh, the fact that uh, there has been uh, a lot of overcrowding and, of course, understaffing, where in, uh, inmates uh, remain idle all the time and uh, uh, they get uh, their food, uh, their clothing and everything uh, from the taxpayers' monies. So we feel that they have not been making any form of contribution. In fact, the fact that uh, you find that most uh, correctional centers are within uh, affluent areas uh, could obviously, uh, would obviously uh, well, not uh, be sufficient in ensuring that they actually uh, get into some form of production. That is why we had proposed that uh, we do have uh, some presence where we could ensure that instead of uh, well tendering out for, well, the food they eat and the clothing they have, uh, they would be the ones that are suitable to produce all these products. You know? uh, and of course, I think uh, as well the fact that we've got 85% reoffending rate, meaning that people who are released from prison, 85% of them tend to reoffend, shows that uh, in fact uh, the core business of the department is not being affected. All right. So Miles Boudou, many of you know Miles Boudou. He is a regular here on this radio station. He's a former, um, he's a prisoner's rights activist and he joins me now on the line. Miles, the proposition by Pop Crew, do you agree with that? Good afternoon and thank you very much for having me and fellow South Africans and SAFM listeners. Good afternoon. Look, look for starters, I have been counseled by my colleagues before I come on this show mm. because I have since I've heard what the president for life of Pop Crusade at their Congress, I don't know whether it is their 10th National Congress, mm-hmm. which was held in Devon, because he is the one that opened this can of worms. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I hope I'm not going to lose my cool because I'm bleeding under my collar. Mm-hmm. You know why? Um, you see, Pop Crew to start with must be told in no uncertain terms that they've got absolutely no reason, let alone an excuse. I'm not even talking about a mandate to talk on behalf of sentence and unsentenced prisoners, because they are the ones that is the major cause of the fallacy and the mess that you witness in our prisons mm-hmm. since time immemorial because they have decided to become a quasi-political party uh, police and prison civil rights union. You know, if I was the president of this union, I was going to shut up, mm-hmm. sit down, listen and take notes. And in fact, they should have invited me to this con- uh, National con- Congress of theirs to talk on behalf of sentenced and unsentenced prisoners because this is our mandate and I've been holding on here for the past 25 years in a democracy, 35 years after my imprisonment, and 28 years after imprisonment. They must be told that if it is true what they are saying, that prisoners are living a leveraged life, Mm -hmm. they must be the ones that must be kept responsible because they are a dominant union that has in fact have taken over the administration of the department 
of correctional services. Mm. They are the ones that we must uh, corner and ask them, how does this counterband enter these facilities? And, 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 and by the way, if, if they were keeping to their mandate, we do not think that Busasa was going to commit all this heist over so many years and, and, and rob the Department of Correctional Services from billions of rents which were supposed to be used to change the working conditions of correctional officers, the treatment, remunerate them, treat them as human beings and use the change that is left for the education, the training, uh, the rehabilitation and, and proper reintegration may, of offenders. May, may I ask, Miles, I mean, I suppose I think, to be honest, myself and I think many people were surprised by the catering services. Have, have prisoners always been catered to or weren't prisoners before cooking for themselves? I, I could be wrong. Look, Pocru should have stopped this decadence and bravado. The Department of Correctional Services has refused to give us recognition and procedural agreement since my release from prison in 1991. Now imagine if we were recognized and we had a working relationship and an agreement with the Department of Correctional Services. We as an organization were going to make sure that the Department of Correctional Services execute its mandate and we were going to keep away the thieves, this rascals, drunkards and liars and hypocrites that stole millions and billions of taxpayers' monies from this department. We were going to keep them away. We were going to be, you know, uh, uh, working with our ears and our, and our, our ears on the ground and our eyes wide open to, to, to prevent what happened to the Department of Correctional Services. Now, Pop Crow mustn't come here and want to be holier than high holier than thou, because they are the ones that have uh, contributed to this uh, catastrophe that we find in our Department of Correctional Services. Offenders all these years used to cook for themselves, and, 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 and that saved uh, the Department of Correctional Services and the taxpayers billions of rents. And instead of using a very limited budget coming from the Department of uh, Treasury or the Department of uh, Finance to, to assist the department to execute its mandate. The, the, the ministers, the so-called ministers, because these are all crooks who masqueraded as ministers of correctional services, commissioners of correctional services, deputy commissioners, uh, directors of correction. These people ended up using taxpayers' money to establish bogus companies to milk the taxpayers' money. And we want to know from the Zondo Commission when is justice going to be done because the evidence is all out there in the public eye. Okay, so there's a lot here. You know, there's that corruption that you're talking of now, which is at high-level corruption. Then let's talk about the corruption on the ground. And, and this is now open to everybody who's listening as well. If you know people in prison, you know how these things work. 891 Miles, how are we going to reform people who in any way are part of a corrupt culture? How are we going to stop people smuggling in things if this is the culture within the prison? Well, what needs to happen is we all need to shut up, sit down, listen and work together towards dealing with what we believe was inherited from a system that was so horrible. They never even think about having in their constitution, 
Chapter 2 of the Bill of Rights, Section 35, Subsection 2, Paragraph E. Now, what we need to do, we need to come off all these high horses that these people are riding, particularly those who are in the criminal justice and safety cluster, that they've got a responsibility like nobody else, and that is to keep all of us safe. And we are talking here and speaking big English, which is called Jangaria. We have not even touched the rights of victims of crime and violence. And we have for years tried to bring this to the attention of the Department of Correctional Services, and it was all in vain. But coming back to your earlier question, Mm. you know, the culture of lawlessness, Mm. criminality, act as if you are a law unto yourself, act above the law with a culture of impunity. We need to start with all of us individually that you are going to say to yourself you are not going to get involved in any activity which is a crime because we are working on now a a a, a, a an, ad, an adage called there isn't a perfect crime let alone a perfect murder this thing of crime doesn't pay don't do crime these criminals are telling you that it's only fools that doesn't get paid by crime because crime do pay mm. And by the way, there isn't, there's now a new term that has been used by this English-speaking people, there isn't a deterrent and a consequence management Mm, strategy. mm. That is why lawlessness has become the order of the day. Here's my concern, Miles, and this is where I need you to help me. Here's my concern, right? Our prisons are full. Our prisons are full. We do not have... So I know people are going to call in and say, hey, the death penalty, the death penalty. We don't have the death penalty, so we can just forget about that conversation for now, right? We don't have the death penalty. Our prisons are full. 85% of people who are in prison will reoffend when they get out. So clearly, as you so rightfully put it, we don't have, you know, a way to deter people from crime. So my question is, understanding the psyche of a prisoner and these people who offend, how are we going to get out of this rut? Okay, let's do this. We have now for years been activists in the field. We've decided to separate criminals Mm -hmm. from prisoners. Okay. Because criminals are outside here. They are running a mock. They wear striped suit, white shirts, (laughs) and print ties, speaking a lot of English. And they are accountable to no one. They are connected. And if you corner them, mm. you arrest them. The next morning, they are out on bail or they have mm. press a button and they, you see them back in their offices. Mm. Now, a prisoner is somebody that has been locked up. He's been found guilty for a crime he, we believe, as he or she is committed. Mm. He is well on his way towards redemption, to education, training, rehabilitation, and reintegration. You can account from, uh, for him. He's at Johannesburg Prison. Section B, cell number eight. I'm talking about cell number eight, not cellular phone. Now, what we need to do is we must make the system work. The Department of Correctional Services has got policies. And until such time, these policies are implemented, they are monitored, they are evaluated, and if needs be, they are enforced. Mm -hmm. We will have this revolving door, which is called receiverism, Mm -hmm. in, out, in and out. Of prison and those who are given a mandate rightfully so to speak to make the system work has become multi paper cardboard glass and wire millionaires overnight 
by milking the system instead of doing what the book says. And they will never do what the book says. Now, in terms of overcrowding, you see the Constitution, uh, when you go to Chapter 5, Section 84, Subsection 2, Paragraph J, the, 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 the previous ministers and the previous commissioners should have used this chapter, this section, this subsection, and the paragraph to advise the president what needs to be done in order to deal and manage overcrowding in our prisons. Mm-hmm. But none of them were ever interested in reading and understanding the Constitution because we are a constitutional democracy. They don't read these things. I don't know whether they can read. I'm not even talking about the Correction Services Act, the White Paper, and international treaties. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm becoming emotional. Mm, mm. It's 28 years after I'm imprisonment, and we have been singing the same old song. Now, Chapter 5 says the president and the national executive and the powers and functions of the president, that's Section 84. Subsection 2 says the president is responsible Paragraph J, pardoning or reprieving offenders and remitting any fines, penalties, and forfeitures. Now, if the ministers ever knew that there is such a chapter, a section, a subsection, and a paragraph, if they ever understood what the Constitution is all about, they should have used this particular chapter to assist and advise the president and the previous president, and the president was going to consult with the executive and do what the book says on one condition, that when you release those who, 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 who are eligible to be released on parole, on, on amnesty, for fate of, of fines and, 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 and remitting of, of, of sentences, mm-hmm. that you know exactly where you stand them in terms of support structures out there. Mm-hmm. But these things will never happen until such time you get a focus minister, you get a focus commissioner, you get focus commissioners all over the country that must just get the politics out of this whole thing and do what is need to be done. Miles, just hang on for us because there are people who want to talk to you about what you've just said. Ngonde, you're calling us from PE. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I hope I don't speak big English, Changaria. Now, Pimelo, mm. I start from the beginning. Um, the reason for people being sentenced is to serve fourth um, deterrent, right, restorative, and rehabilitative. Okay? Now, it's not about corruption that is happening in the prisons, being a nice piece, blah, blah, blah. You must start from the top, right? So, Bob Crew are, in my view, in the period, okay? On the top, right at number one, right? No guess for saying who it is. So if the rotten starts from the top, it cascades down, right, to others. Call it ministers, call it DDG, blah, 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 you know? So, Bobro then is in the way. If you have the ability from the law of potentiality, if you have the ability, right, and you see an opportunity to use the ability for nefarious objectives, you will do it. Right? Now in China and Pemelo, you are discouraged because you pay for your own pill, you mm-hmm. pay for your own food, you buy your own clothes and so forth. Right? You work outside, you get paid not by money, because money can corrupt at the best of times. It gets credited to your card, your bank card. Each prisoner has got a bank card. 
you will use it to buy medicine in prison, to buy in prison, and so on and so forth. To me, it, there's no quick fix solution, Pimelo. Mm. So these prisoners can be trained, like my cousin brother in Cape Town. He's a qualified carpenter now, and I've given him some business when I was practicing as a real estate, you know, to do building couples and so forth. So these prisoners need to be trained, right, so that we can increase our GDP, right? They must be used productively and not be and not just do nothing in the prisons. Otherwise, corruption will be there. No is that not the Balfouret speaking there? <laughs> is, 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 that, is that a former minister of correctional services? No, 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 it's not him. It's not him. We are taken <laughs> by Ken only. It'd be better, it be better not him because I was going to tell him to shut up and, 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 and no, 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 him no. up and lock him up Miles, because he's Miles, a criminal. Miles, I know that you, <laughs> Miles, I know that you are hot under the corner. Miles, he, he now, said, now Miles, there was a disclaimer, Miles, he said he hopes he's not going to speak big English no, so that not. you don't I, better him. You know him, we are here by Glenn. Miles, anyway, Miles, Miles, Miles as, what is your take on, on what Ngonde <laughs> just said? As long as that is not Ngonde it's, Balfour. It's definitely not, I guarantee you this. Thank you very much, because if, if that was Ngonde Balfour, I was going to say, <laughs> look, the walks must round him up because he's wanted and he is a fugitive of the law that Monde Balfour. So but he's not. not in fact what I wanted to yes, get Yes, 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 yes. I'm saying to you many years ago when Carl Niaus was the chairperson of the Portfolio Co- Committee on Correctional Services many, many years ago mm-hmm. when there was, you know, when there was uh, gen- genuinity, when there was commitment to transform this system, the correctional services, he used to invite organizations like us and many others to come and make submissions, any kind of submissions uh, in, in Parliament uh, in front of the Portfolio Committee on Correctional Services. And we, many years ago, made submissions talking about the industrialization of our correctional facilities. Mm. You know? Uh, where, 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 well, I'm not a spokesperson, and I wish not to, and I shall never be a spokesperson of the DA. But members of DA that were sitting in that portfolio committee were taking notes every time when we go there and make submissions. Mm. And not long thereafter, in 2010, they produced a document entitled Prison Work Where Prisoners Work. Say that again, Miles. Say that again. Prison Mm -hmm. Work Mm -hmm. Where Prisoners Work. Okay. Gefangene Werk Waar Gefangene Work. In other words, where prisoners work, that, that, that prison works. Oh, I see. Okay. They presented a document. And, and because they are a hated opposition party, those who were in their numbers never wanted to have anything to do with that document. And that document, when we went through that document, we realized that this were part of our inputs that we've made as a South African Prisoners Organization for Human Rights because we did extensive research in Scandinavian countries, in America, in Europe, and so on, where we, we talk about where prisons are industrialized and when you get in there and you are skilled, immediately you are put at work and you get a stipend and out of the stipend mm. you're going to pay for your boarding and mm. your lodging. Mm. You're going to pay for your food. You're going to pay for your medicine. You're going to pay for your stay there. Mm. And, 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 and the Department of Social Development meets you halfway if you were a responsible mm-hmm. family man, mm. meets you halfway with a fund which was created, which was called the Family Trust Fund. Mm. And it was a fund where you make a contribution out of your stipend. The Department of Social Development meets you halfway and your wife, your fiancé or your 
your people that you you left be, uh, be yeah. behind for the wrong or the right reason mm. gets a grant and keep the fires burning so that when you come out of prison someday you can go to a home you can go to a place where there is a roof over your head not like what is happening currently and in fact, also make a contribution to a victim's trust fund so that victims of crime and violence get compensated via your contribution as the perpetrator. And of course, if you are working, you then have joined a trade union in that particular sector. Mm. And out of that stipend, you pay a subscription fee of your... This is what we then discussed so many, many years ago. What DA did, they took whatever we have uh, presented compiled this document, released this document, and that this, doc, this document was discussed for uh, all over the country for about four weeks. But when we went into the document, the only difference we had with them, or the only difference they had with us, is because they were not comfortable having trade unions representing those offenders that are productive. Miles, we're going to have to pick up on this conversation. There's a lot that I think you want to talk to us about, and I'm really hearing some of the stuff that you're saying. Thanks so much for making the time, because we have run out of time today, but we need to pick up on this conversation, Miles Well, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful that you can still remember Miles Budu, the veteran ex-offender, and I'm here to stay. (laughs) Miles Budu, a rights activist, prisoner's rights activist there, and we will pick up on this conversation at another time. 2.30 now, let's go to Utsi Lesak with the latest in headlines.